a feast of love for us you are preparing. We who were lost, you give an honored place. Come, eat, come, drink, and be no more despairing. Here, taste again the treasures of my grace. For our daily prayer, we use the Order of Morning Prayer, found on page 235 in the Lutheran Service Book, or page 024 in the middle section of Treasury of Daily Prayer. Let us pray.
Today's New Testament reading is the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 15th chapter. And Jesus said, There was a man who had two sons. And the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all he had and took a journey into a far country, and there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country, and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out to one of the citizens of that country, who sent him into his fields to feed pigs. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but here I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son, Treat me as one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring quickly the best robe, and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring the fattened calf and kill it, and let us eat and celebrate. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field. And as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and your father has killed the fattened calf, because he has received him back safe and sound. But he was angry and refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him, but he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you, and I never disobeyed your command, yet you never gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your property with prostitutes, you killed the fattened calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours. It was fitting to celebrate and be glad, for this your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost and is found. This is the word of the Lord. For today's meditation on God's word, we welcome Pastor Adam Kuntz. There was a man who had two sons. The one son changed his mind for sure, and the other son should have changed his mind, even if he didn't in the end. The one son was a sinner and pretty open about it. He started out by rejecting his father and desiring to have the property his father had accumulated for him. His desires didn't pan out the way he thought they would, but sin never does. Eve thought she would eat the fruit and live forever. Instead, she died. David thought he would have his way with Bathsheba and then cover it up. By the time Nathan straightened him out, David had become a murderer as well as an adulterer. 
all in the effort to do a patch job on the havoc his desires had wrought. So the one son desired joy and high times, and found instead a hunger so keen that he desired to eat the pig's slop. He realized his father's servants had it better than he did, and he was willing to become just a servant and no longer a son, if it meant a full belly again. His brother, meanwhile, hadn't ever desired to leave the father's house, but he still should have changed his mind. All along he had served his father and partied in a restrained way, never asking too much or squandering what he'd been given. But what the brother who stayed home didn't get was who his father was. Neither brother really understood the father. The man had two sons, but neither son knew what his dad would do. The one who repented did not know how great was his father's love for him. The one who had no need of repentance did not know how great his father's love for the prodigal was. Two sons, one father, no knowledge of love. There is a father who has an only son. That son knows the father and has known him from all eternity. The father and the son with their spirit know that all mankind is lost and must be found dead in sin and must be made alive. The father's only son does not change his mind and has no need of repentance. He was not prodigal and did not begrudge. When asked to shed his blood freely, he did not waste his gifts, but gave them up freely for your sake. He did not purchase your salvation with anything less than his holy precious blood and his innocent suffering and death. He spent all he had, and all he had is more than enough to purchase your redemption. Nothing squandered, nothing spoiled, everything gained by his blood. Yet he had no need of repentance. He had done nothing wrong, but instead had done all things well. He might have begrudged us, filthy sinners, beating our breasts and shuttling shamefaced into the kingdom of his father. He might have. He might have complained that he had never left the father. But he knows the father's heart and he reveals his Father to you, freely, of his own choosing, for your sake. The Father has an only Son, whom he has given up for your sins and raised for your justification. The Father has an only Son, who left his Father's house, not to squander his riches, but to find the lost and bring him, bring you, home. The Father has an only Son, and all that is the Father's is the Son's, who delights to share his joy and his peace with the lost whom he finds and brings home rejoicing. It is always fitting to celebrate and be glad. It is meet, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to the only Son, Jesus Christ who has brought us back safe and sound to our Father's house. Amen. Let us pray. Lord God, our Heavenly Father, 
you stood afar off waiting to see your prodigals appear at the gate. Then running to us, you overwhelmed us with grace and invited us to sit at table to rejoice at our homecoming. Help us to repent of our sins and strip us of every thought that we might merit your salvation. Then bring us home to be with you at the marriage feast of the Lamb in his kingdom, which has no end. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, you have safely brought us to the beginning of this day. Defend us in the same with your mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by your governance, may be righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for morning prayer. The Almighty and merciful Lord, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit bless and preserve you.